0: Wild Bears, Drug Dealers, and Ray Liotta. We discuss all that and more on today's episode of Reels Review. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Donovan Weaver, and joining me as always is Jack Myrick. Jack, you've been feeling under the weather, but hopefully you're kind of getting past it under this weekend. It kind of took you out there for a little bit.
1: Yeah, it it definitely did. I I still really don't know what exactly it was, uh, but I'm definitely feeling better now. Uh, so we did have to go watch the movie separately, um, and which which I think might give us a little bit fresher take for each other on this. I definitely don't think it's a bad thing, because
0: I feel like when we did the Ant-Man review, because we did it, I think, not the day after we saw it, but two days after we saw it, we had already discussed it pretty thoroughly. So mm-hmm. it, maybe it stunts that, I guess, that initial like shock reaction. For when we disagree or like agree, you get that oh yeah 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 kind of stuff. So I could see where that would uh, hamper it a little bit. But we haven't talked about this one too much, just a little bit, slight discussions. But I don't know, we'll see.
1: Yeah, so uh, I guess let's get straight into it. Cocaine Bear, Cocaine you know? Bear, yeah, number. I think right now it's number two in the box office right now this weekend, uh, right behind Ant Man. Uh, I think it did twenty three million. Um I think a lot better than some people expected. Uh and what what was your first thoughts when you saw it did it? Did it deliver, did it under-deliver, or was it kind of mid?
0: Well, real quick, that's just a great title for a movie, Cocaine Bear, and especially the trailer. I think they did very well in marketing the thing, making people want to go see it, and I'm glad it's doing good, because I think original movies, I know it's technically based off a true story, but it's kind of like an original movie. I think whenever an original movie does fairly well, you should go support it, because we, we do get a lot of rehashes in Hollywood, so when something like this comes along, I, I feel like it's good to go to the theater, check it out, to see if it's any good. Now, this got a lot of hype coming out from uh, critics early. I think at one point, it was like 85% of Rotten Tomatoes' critic score early on. And so, what went from, oh, this is going to be like a C-level movie. All of a sudden, people were like, oh, is this actually good? Like, I was interested in it. And people are telling me it's good, so I should so th- this should deliver. And while I did think it, w- they knew exactly what they wanted to do with it, that they made the movie that they wanted to make, um... I feel like it was overhyped just a bit. It was entertaining. I didn't hate it, but I did think they overhyped the movie just a little bit with everything that was going on.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe. See, I enjoyed it. I thought... I, I mean, I've told you this before. Uh, I like to go into movies pretty blind, so I went into this one, not watching any trailers. Uh, so I think that made it a very enjoyable experience for myself. Uh m- but I think it's going to get a lot of mixed reviews. I think at the end of the day, it's it's not a movie for everyone. Uh, it's a kind of a comedy that maybe kind of niche to some aspect. But I think I think it's going to be a movie people are going to want to sit down and watch uh, when it hits streaming platforms. Yeah. It's yeah. just going to be a fun movie to watch with a bunch of friends. Exactly. I think we were we were exactly talking about this. I feel like if
0: you can get like a group of buddies together, um, just kind of hang out. 8 o'clock at night, throw this on, just have some fun with it. It's definitely that type of movie. Very much like an 80s slasher that you don't go to for the plot. You go to for the the kills and the gore. And I think it mostly delivers on that. We're going to talk about that later. But if we just go into the film's plot, this is what the film synopsis has it. After a 500-pound black bear consumes a significant amount of cocaine and embarks on a drug-fueled rampage, a eccentric gathering of cops, criminals, tourists, and teenagers assemble in a Georgia forest. So that's the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. So basically, the plot is cocaine gets dumped by these drug dealers, and it ends up in this forest. A bear comes along, ingests a ton of it, and then starts killing everybody in its path because it has to have cocaine. Like It's, it's trying to find this cocaine, and so I guess it just attacks any
1: person it sees yeah its main purpose was just to find cocaine which uh which kind of uh they find it as food which later on they do uh i guess play into that a little bit more with the but all it does is just find the cocaine eat it continue on but there's also little subplots there's let's see there's a subplot of a cop and his dog, and then a mother and her daughter, uh, and their differences, which I think make this the kind of old child adventure movie that it kind of also is. It's it's a lot of different little genres mixed into one. I would say. Yeah, it's uh you basically have like three
0: or four groups in this, right? And it spends a lot of time with with these characters, and we can I guess we can just go into the characters now. And I think this was probably one of the negatives I have on the movie. Which again, I know what Cocaine Bear is going to be. It's going to be a B movie. A uh, lot of lot of kills. That's what we go to it for. So I don't expect the characters to be great. But I just feel like they spent way too much time on the characters for them not to be just very interesting. Carrie Russell plays the mom in this. She's the, I would say she's probably the main character. She's trying to find her daughter. She, uh that's why she go because in, in the beginning of the film, these two kids get attacked by the bear, and you don't really know what happens to them, right? So, Carrie Russell goes to try to find her daughter, and then basically throughout the movie, it's just her trying to find her kid. And then you also have other subplots with a park ranger and the drug dealers that are trying to find the stolen coke. And they're all doing this stuff. We spend a lot of time with them. And I thought a couple of them were funny, but
1: overall, didn't love them. I don't know. What you think? Uh, I liked uh, all the side characters. Not like the main characters. They're okay. They're good. They weren't bad. Not annoying. Uh, side characters were great. Uh, the park ranger, she was great. Uh, park inspector loved them. I don't know. Would you say the cop was a side character? Cop He wasn't
0: really... It was weird because... They kind of played him up to be a main character, but he's yeah. not in it a whole lot. So it's almost like he's a very important character. Yeah. And I think he's a scene stealer. Whenever he's in it, he made Definitely. me laugh. He made me laugh in the opening scene he's in. And then substantially every scene he's he, he's in after that, he made me laugh. Even when he pulls up, there's, there's a scene where he pulls up to the campgrounds. It's the first time he gets there. And you know inside, the bear's killing everybody. But he doesn't know that. And he just, like, casually just walking around, just, like, uh, drinking a Big Gulp. Made me think of Dumb and Dumber when uh, yeah. when Jim Carrey says, oh, Big Gulps, that's what it made me think of. So just little things he does throughout the movie. Uh, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. is the actor's name. I thought he was hilarious. Yeah, he's great. So, so he was great in the movie. And then also, going back, uh, the park ranger, her name's Margo Martindale. She plays in Dexter. She plays in a lot of these she she shows up in a lot of TV shows, a lot of smaller roles. So mm-hmm. it was cool for her to get a spotlight. Where I've never seen her do anything like this. I th- thought she
1: killed it her in the role. Like she had some very funny lines, uh, her dialogue in uh, banter with uh, the teenager at the beginning. Uh, immediately fell in love with the character uh, when she when she was berating him for smoking, uh, even though she was the one smoking. And then later on when the mom was trying to get help from her and the park inspector. And she's just like, oh, we don't need to help this like D'Angelo in distress, you know, all that. Cause she was just, she was trying to make it like a date thing with the park inspector. I, I thought it was just hilarious.
0: No, she was really good. And then outside of that, you have uh, ice cube son, O'Shea Jackson. He's playing in a couple stuff. And I know a lot of people were like, he's probably only getting famous cause you know, who his dad is, yeah. but he was strong in the movie. Yeah, he, 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 he really is a
1: great actor. He really is. Uh, I thought, he may have been potentially the best in the movie, acting wise, I feel like. He did
0: do very good. And and when I said I didn't love the characters, I didn't mean I didn't love the actors. I thought most of the actors, if not all of them, did a really good job. I just thought that I did not care what happened to him. So like even O'Shea Jackson's character, I thought he was funny, but if he 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 ends up surviving, but if he would have died, I don't think I would have cared that much. Yeah. Good example of that is but the cop, who was probably my favorite character, he does die. And, yeah. I, and I was kind of like, oh, that sucks. But that's about it. I didn't feel any emotion back b- besides that. So I didn't feel like, again, I feel like I spent way too much time on him for me not to care about him a whole lot.
1: But- yeah. And then um, two characters that, the one you're supposed to, miss, I guess, feel for is the daughter, because it's her and her friend. They both run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find the friend, uh, what, what was their names? What was you, uh- so, Dee Dee is the uh, girl, and then
0: Henry's the boy, and, okay. they're, and they're played by two actors named uh, Brooklyn Prince, that's
1: Dee Dee, and then Christian Convery, that's the boy. Well, they, they did a great job. I- Cause most times in movies, like the, like where kids or put it, sometimes they're very annoying. They were not annoying at all. I think they fit perfectly.
0: I um I like listening to a bunch of podcasts about movies, uh, just in general. So I, I looked up a couple stuff and Conan uh did a podcast with the director Elizabeth Banks. She's an actress. You probably all know her. She stars in a ton of stuff she was the director and Conan brings up how the kids were great in this actually uh, Christian Convery he's a very young boy he's probably like 12 or 13 in this movie his role and what he says that could easily have been an annoying character but he actually gets some pretty good lines some pretty good laughs I thought they had a cute little chemistry kind of like the
1: Goonies kind of
0: uh, Brooklyn doesn't have as much to do in this, but I thought she was good. So you know, props to them because I know uh, kid acting is very shoddy. I know that can be very hard to get right. So the fact yeah. that they got it right in a movie called Cocaine Bear, again, props to them. Yeah, with the plus, it's
1: it's going to be a lot of adult content because uh, they do have the kids swear some, which is. Obviously pretty funny when you have the adults being like, hey. Yeah, <laughs>
0: well, they swear and they also take cocaine. Like they do, they, they, they do they, take they, cocaine. They, they I guess they wouldn't say they took cocaine. Yeah. They, they ate it they they ate and then cocaine. spit it back out because it back was back out. I, I like how, again, this was funny, I liked how Christian was like, oh yeah, I do cocaine. Yeah, yeah. I do it all the time. And she was like, okay, do it then. And Immediately when it touches his tongue, he spits it out. He's like, oh, yeah. it's bitter. Oh, it's usually way better than this. So there's a lot of cute little moments throughout yeah. the film. But, and then also we have to mention Ray Liotta, L- a legendary actor, mm-hmm. usually known for a mob type character in the 90s, played in Goodfellas, stuff like that. Uh, passed away recently, Uh, rest in peace he this is kind of i think this is probably going to be his last movie role if i to guess
1: uh yeah i want to say it is this is his last movie
0: but it was just good to see him pretty much do what he does and i thought he was very effective as the villain role he's not in it a lot but not but whenever he is in i'm like oh wow i love this guy and he's killing it
1: yeah uh now going back to characters real quick so let's see the cop dies uh park ranger dies we have some ambulance characters that die,
0: and yeah. Um, Real quick, shout out to the ambulance characters. I know one of them's a a TikToker. I, he was very funny because I because mm-hmm. I think while they're in it for probably seven minutes, I thought they had the out scene in the movie. I'll talk about that more in the uh, gore and kill section,
1: but uh, yeah. they did very good. I'm sh- okay, so yeah, the ambulance people they also die. Uh, the teenagers they die. So like besides one. Uh, and then I'm trying to, th- and the Ray Liotta character, dies. So, all, out of all those deaths, we'll go into the gore now. Which, uh, which do you think was actually to start off with? Which is the most lackluster kill? probably probably the beginning
0: one i'd have to say and so in the beginning oh yeah the
1: hitchhikers
0: i'm not surprised but the beginning but i like how they set it up not a bad scene mm-hmm. uh, as you, i think you were saying how it's very cliche it is very cliche it, it is very cliche scene you have these two people they're watching the bear and he's acting weird and they're like oh look how majestic and then they make a point to say well if it's a black bear you fight it if it's a brown bear you run well, I, I don't really think if you're fighting this black bear, you're not going to win because this thing, yeah. is, this thing is just a killing machine. And the girlfriend of the dude dies, but she kind of dies off screen in the bushes. You yeah. can hear her like, getting torn apart, and then a leg comes out. So that's definitely probably the most lackluster, but I think it established the threat of the bear. So I, th- I thought it did its job, but as far as mm-hmm. lackluster kills,
1: I'd probably go with that one. How about you? Um... I think it's a cliche, very starting off, like old kind of horror movie where it's like uh, they're a couple, they're sitting there being like, oh, you know, we're thinking about their future. And they play it off as, so when they finally see the bear, they're like, oh, that's so cool. They're trying to take photos of it. And then next thing they know, the thing is charging them and they're having to run for their life. It seems like the guy's going to get killed, ends up being the woman. She gets mauled, her leg, which I thought at the beginning, I told you this. I didn't think, when I first saw that, I didn't think it was going to be as gory as it was. I was dead wrong. Because uh, the first scene, when her leg gets thrown out, uh, out of the bush, it didn't look super gory. It kind of just looked like a cheap little Halloween prop gets thrown out there. And so I was like, okay, so this is going to be as gory. I was very wrong, as I said. It gets bloodier and bloodier throughout the film.
0: No, it really does. This thing gets brutal uh, especially in the I think this the first kill of the movie of the main cast is God, do, do you know the actor's name that plays on um uh Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Uh yeah, he, he's a he, modern family. He plays on Modern Family. Very funny on that. And he's f- very funny oh, in this movie great. too. He's the uh he's the guy that uh the Park Ranger is trying to woo. Yeah and i know i think we differ on this so i'll go into it his kill basically but this is when you get established that this is gonna be a bloody movie his kill is the bear gnaws his uh legs Mm -hmm. off but you see the blood running up and you just get the shot of his torso down so you're just seeing him his blood running pat like through his head because he's hanging upside down but you're not seeing the actual kill going on but it's a a bunch, a bunch of blood, and I know you said you liked it.
1: I wasn't a big fan of it. I would have rathered it like it show it. I wouldn't say I fully liked it. I think it was good, but like it was really. If you like the gory this, then yeah, you're gonna like it because that's that's the whole thing. It was like a just blood just continuously running down, running down, and then eventually he falls out of the tree, and then it's like he falls, he hits the ground like a little stump, and then uh, his leg just falls. It, it reminded me of did did you did you watch Halloween ends i did not okay and in the beginning of the movie which
0: is the only good part of the movie the kid uh the kid that the guy's watching falls uh down the roof and like he like crashes and like dies on impact but it it was like the same visual so i don't know it's just kind of funny but and what's funny is though in halloween ends that's supposed to be like a oh my gosh kind of moment but it's funny the way he just kind of plops on the floor yeah It's it's kind of the same way in this it was just kind of funny as far as best kills I, th- I think you know what I'm going to say. There's a scene which is the best scene in the movie. has nothing to do with the plot, really. These ambulance people show up to try to save uh, to, to try to save the park ranger who's still alive. The bear's in there. They get away from it. The bear tracks them down while they're going like 50 miles per hour. So the bear develops uh, super speed throws uh, throws the park ranger out of the van while she's on a gurney, so she just slides yeah. across the pavement. Oh, it, it was brutal. The um the uh the the male uh uh God, paramedic, that's what I'm yeah. trying to say. The male paramedic, he gets his hand broken off at the wrist, so you see that, and he's like
1: screaming. Yeah, like, that's ah. another kind of uh, that was another cliche kind of moment where yeah. like the two people look at each other, they're like, screaming yeah. at each other, like, ah. and and um
0: he gets thrown out, and then. <laughs> And then the the woman paramedic, she's driving, she's freaking out. She crashes into a tree and then just crashes mm-hmm. through the window. Yeah. And then the bear just kind of like casually walks away. Yeah, past, just, just walks past, past everybody. Delay, so yeah. I, I definitely thought that was, A, the, the best kind of three kills and the standout mm-hmm. scene in the movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, before that, I thought it would, uh, uh I mean, it wasn't a great kill, but another kill right before that, or I guess leading up to that scene, was uh, the park ranger when she came back to the office <laughs> running after the park inspector died in the tree uh she she comes in there and the, there's two teenagers and they're thinking they're thinking of someone else uh someone else because uh, part two the two teenagers were attacked by one of the drug dealers because they tried to mug them they failed uh so when she comes back in uh they're like oh, he got you too, and the park ranger's like, "Yeah." And she's she's reloading her gun and stuff, and then she realizes that the teenagers have been stealing and stuff, and so she starts pointing the gun at them. And then the door, uh, they hear the bear at the door, and so they're she's like, "Open the door, open the door." And she has the teenager go. She's like, "Are you just like, what are you gonna do? Shoot him?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna shoot him." And then so. Uh, so it's one of the teenagers sitting in the corner watching it all happen, and the other teenager's like, you know, scared for his life because he has the gun pointed at him. He goes to open the door. There there's the giant bear. Neck and it cuts to where it's you see uh the front view of him and you can see her behind him, and then she fires and completely misses and kills him just very gory part. His head just explodes. Yeah. And then uh which I think led to a very f- funny dialogue between her and the uh, teenager she talked with earlier where he's like, you you, you killed him. Yeah. You killed him. she's like, I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like
0: she didn't even care. And that's what's funny. The, uh, the park ranger in this movie did not care at all yeah. because earlier in the film, when the guy, again, the guy she was pining over, when her and the kid are getting attacked, she leaves because she got attacked. She got uh she got scraped by the bear. And so she just leaves and she's got the gun too. So she theoretically could have protected these people. She does not care. She leaves. She does the same thing. Uh when she when she shot him, she closes her eyes. I don't know if you noticed that, but she like she she didn't look. She was closing her eyes when, yeah. when she shot it. And I was just thinking, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was very funny. That, and it was like subtle. I didn't expect it. And it's funny because the bear's sitting there all cute. Yeah, he's but just he's like, like, he's like playing. He's like, Hi. Which is weird. Um which I guess that's a perfect transition into the comedy in this mm-hmm. because this is bowed as a horror comedy. I think that's what... I think that's what Wikipedia yeah. has at, a, at least and Wikipedia is always right. So to me, number one, this is not a scary movie. If you don't like blood and, and guts, because there's, there's some guts. If you don't like blood, don't go watch this. But besides that, if you don't like horror movies, not a horror movie, you're fine with that. It's not scary. Yeah. The comedy to me... While there was a lot of funny parts and a lot of little funny things, I didn't think overall it worked. I didn't think it was funny enough. There was a lot of downtime scenes where like nothing was happening. And to me, when I go to one of these movies, I think the kills are almost the funny things, right? Like so the guy, uh, the park ranger shooting him and accidentally killing him a bunch of other stuff happening. That's what I think's funny. I didn't think there was enough of that. There was just a lot of downtime and the humor that was being said between the characters. While sometimes it worked, overall, I wasn't a big fan of.
1: See, I loved it. I thought it, I think it worked well as a comedy. Just, it hit, hit everything for me, right? But it's not, I don't think, it's not a rewatch comedy. It's a one-time thing. Uh, that's why I said early on that it is definitely something you want to sit down and stream not theater wise uh, I think the side characters were hilarious every single one of them was really funny uh, and then there, it didn't feel like it's like the the mother and child plot was like the serious kind of plot and then the rest of the plots were all comedy pretty much But I mean there's a there's one point where the drug dealer one kind of gets serious, but at the end of the day, they're kind of being very slapstick comedic, um, which I think led into some of which I think they had some of the best scenes, uh, comedic wise. I mean, which which one would you say your, was your favorite scene? comedy of the whole movie. Are you, talk, are you talking about just in general? Or are you talking in general, about yeah. About? Which one did you... Uh, okay,
0: so again, I'm going to go back. The paramedic scene I thought was funny. Yeah. And then literally, this is really dumb because it's, it's really not that funny, but the whole standoff, mm-hmm. it's right. It's like right after the paramedic scene or shortly after. It's yeah, funny. it, is. So it, it yeah. is. Uh The... So the drug dealers have this, it's the two drug dealers and the kid. Mm -hmm. They're, they're trying to go to this gazebo to go get the cocaine that the kid said, that's where I stored it. And the cop's already there. He found it. He's on top of the gazebo. (laughs) And so when they get there, it's like a little standoff. And they've got him. He cuts. The, he put, they surrender. Puts the gun down. And the cops trying to figure out a way to get down because. Uh, and he's just kind of looking, and I'm and I'm cracking up during this whole scene. He always doing, all he's doing is looking, making little noises, and they're like, "Well, how'd you get up there?" He goes, well, "I climbed that tree." Yeah, and he jumps. And, <laughs> and, then, he jumps. and, then, he, and then he said he hurt his hip. While yeah, doing I, it. I so, hip. Um, But th- but then extended. That was just a very funny scene between those characters. So I thought that was by far the
1: funniest scene in the movie. Yeah, that that was really good uh i'm trying to think of some of the other ones obviously the very beginning uh to set everything up the drug dealer uh i want to say it's thornton was his name, last name Um, uh, at the beginning in the plane when he's throwing them out it's just i think that set the tone for me i'm like okay this is not serious at all he's literally you know like uh, hiking the the bags of cocaine like a football, you know, and then just throwing them out, just having fun, just stream like, "Yeah!" And just like, and then he just, and then later on, we come find out that he, he died in a driveway. He, well, it, yeah. it,
0: well, he hits his head going out of the plane, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. cuts to the title sequence, <laughs> yeah. which I which I
1: actually enjoyed a lot.
0: Which again, this goes back to my biggest positive on the film. I'll give them credit they they knew what they were making. They mm-hmm. were making a dumb, funny comedy horror film didn't take itself seriously at all which I again I don't think this movie would have worked at all if they try to make this like a serious movie about a bear killing people I think you had to uh, play into it funny because as we saw like a month ago they tried to do this with a bear where they try to do a serious slasher film with Winnie the Pooh blood and honey and that was horrendous Uh, terrible reviews people lambashed it I mean also because you know they you're you're ruining a childhood character. But it's because you're playing it serious. Like if you're if you're gonna make Winnie Pooh Winnie the Pooh a, a horror villain, you should make it really funny. Have him say like his catchphrases and stuff like that. Make it just really stupid. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought I thought they captured that aspect of the movie really well. But yeah, th- uh, it was it was funny throughout. But again, I think that's the biggest uh, a big problem I have though with comedies if it's not
1: rewatchable. Uh, that 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 brings it down some for me. But I wouldn't say comedies overall are really rewatchable because at the end of the like, there's very few. I think a lot of dry, since humor comedies are rewatchable because then you're able to like go back and watch it and be like pick up something that you missed. Whereas uh, movies like this, you know, or uh, a Sandler movie or a Pharoah movie, you've kind of got all the punchlines. You've seen them all, kind of little slapstick stuff, but. Um, there wasn't much, uh, dialogue humor, because I think it was a lot of visual humor. Um, dialogue humor, like, I mean, there was funny when Ray Liotta's character, uh, was supposed to be watching his son's, or his grandson, and he comes, like, to help, he shoots the cop on Kazebo, um, he comes, uh, down to... Like they're like showing them where the drugs were and stuff, so they go back up to the cop where and they're like, "Hey, where where is the drugs and stuff?" And you know, he's his son was already berating him about why weren't you watching my my son? And then the cop thinks like, "Okay, the day's safe," because the other the other cop in the movie she shows up, turns out to be a traitor. She was supposed to be watching the cops, the detective's dog, um, and he's like, "What?" He's like. Why are you not like, how's my dog? You're supposed to be watching him, and um, she's like, Oh, he's in the car. And I think it's funny just seeing Ray Liotta instead of caring about his grandson being left alone at home, going like, You left a dog in the car, a, a dog man in the like, car. oh Yeah, it's I just love to see that. I love, but I just think it's not a movie you're gonna rewatch. Uh, very, I mean, there might be, there's probably gonna be someone out there that's just gonna love this movie. I think that's where we disagree. I think a good
0: comedy is rewatchable. I, th- I think a lot of Adam Sandler's better films are rewatchable, like Waterboy and Billy Madison. Uh, that's a, also really stupid movies. It, it has to be your type of humor. But my favorite comedy of all time is Dodgeball, and I don't think that's a dry comedy, And I, but I think I could probably watch that every week. Same thing with something like Dumb and Dumber. I think classic comedies are rewatchable if the jokes work really well. Um, which is not easy to do. I'm not, and I'm not expecting that of this movie. I just think, for the most part, the jokes, the dialogue jokes, didn't really hit. The visuals did, but there wasn't enough of the visuals. Again, that's why I said there's there's just too much of people just walking and talking. There's a lot of that in this movie. A lot of downtime, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Uh, I see. I didn't feel that way. I told you, I felt like it moved fairly fast. It got through the the beginning because the beginning just tries to set up the characters real quick, and then it jumps immediately into the them being all at the park trying to the drug dealers trying to find the drugs uh, the kids they were trying to go to uh, some I think it was the Waterfalls or something they were trying to go to some location in the park and then the mothers trying to find the kids and then the park ranger and them park ranger and uh, park inspector are trying to go or the park ranger trying to go on a date park inspector trying to do his job um and then the cop is again chasing the drug dealers. So, I didn't feel like it moved slow. I think where it fumbled would have been the ending cuz the ending kind of it was kind of weird. Yeah, It kind of like sl- slipped up a bit. It went um it went full like kids adventure from like the 80s where literally, literally the climactic Scene of the movie is them in a waterfall with the villain. Again, I, I think I referenced this. It,
0: it, it felt like the end of National Treasure too, except I didn't care about the characters. Whereas you know National Treasure, I did care about the characters, or like the Goonies, where you yeah. do care about the characters. You want them to succeed. Uh, actually, it, like they all could have died on that cliff, and I wouldn't have cared. So yeah, again, I I think I said this before to you. Uh Like the first the first third of the movie, not great. The middle was really good. And then it, it also kind of ended on a whimper. But you, uh, you did a lot of research on this. I didn't. This is a real story, and it said it, it doesn't say based off a true story because I was gonna I was gonna crap on this film for saying if it was based off a true story. It says inspired by true events, which is a lot more accurate. You want to explain yeah. what happened with the actual cocaine bear?
1: So as I said at the beginning of the movie, there's a guy in the plane, uh, Andrew Thornton. Um, he was a drug smuggler, so. He is throwing drugs out of the plane at the beginning of the movie, and then bells from the plane. That is all true. So this all happened back in uh, September nineteen eighty five, where he he thought he was being trailed by, like the they think the theory because obviously you don't know because, but the theory is that he thought he was being trailed by like the feds and in a way to, to get away. He threw all the drugs out in um in a Georgia national forest and and so uh he ends up his parachute ends up not working and it leads to him dying in Tennessee in a I wanna say it's a Knoxville uh driveway that's where he was found so at the beginning of the movie they do show i want to say that's real footage for probably the news report uh it seemed like of him being found um and then but then the bear the bear this is where they really just played into it where they're like all right we're gonna make a story out of this because the bear really did nothing uh it is on display you can go see it uh i don't know where it's on display at the moment but you can go see it. But the bear was just later found uh, just dead in the forest when they were... Because they went searching for the drugs. They ended up finding the bear. They're like, oh, this bear had ended up consuming and overdosed on the uh, cocaine. So, really lack... I mean, kind of like lesser story. Um, it's kind of like a... Uh, it makes me think of DB Cooper, if you know who that is. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, well, I know all about that. Yeah, because okay. that's who Loki is. Loki's DB D. B. Cooper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loki's DB Cooper. So, yeah, oh, you know what's funny? Okay, so he was found in a driveway in Knoxville, Tennessee, wearing Gucci loafers and with roughly fifteen million dollars worth of cocaine strapped to his body. Mmm, stud. Just imagine waking up in the morning, walking out, like going to grab your. Uh, you know, your male. There's this guy, Gucci loafers. Yeah, you get a free. Just freak. splat, just right there with his parachute. Yeah. $15 million worth of cocaine, though. Yeah, there That's you go. Yeah, just sell that and you get $15 million. And then also, the movie, I know it hypes up the bear being like, what, 500 pounds, that would have said. Uh, the real weight was 175 pounds. a so little baby bear. A yeah. little baby bear. A little baby bear. Um, And New York Times reported that in December of 1985, uh, that it was found of an overdose. Um, But yeah, that's, I mean, it's a pretty short story, not much to it, but I think for them to make it into or, like, what they did, I well, think it was great. I think they did a good job. Well, just... it's funny,
0: Elizabeth Banks, again, the director, she was on Conan, and she said that she read the original, she read the script, she read the original story, and she saw it as, like, a revenge story for the bear. Uh, Like, oh, it was this innocent thing, because it was, the, the bear was innocent in this, and it just happened to find cocaine and, and ingest it and then died, so it is a sad story for the bear. Yeah, but she said, she, she saw it as, like, the revenge story, like the the bear getting its
1: revenge Oh, and, and it did. It did. And it, it certainly did. That, that probably was the goriest part cause I know we didn't touch on his death. Ray Liotta's death, very gory. Yeah. Just him getting like, his intestines ripped out. Yeah. And I, little, I didn't like that. I didn't yeah, like that. And it. then little babies were playing with it. Yeah. It
0: very interesting. But, uh, Real quick, critics and audience reception, Rotten Tomatoes has this at a 70% critic score, which is pretty good for a movie like this, 75% audience score. And then our my favorite publication, Letterboxd, has this as a 3.2 out of 5, so mostly general. As far as me, I would probably go 5.5 out of 10, slightly positive. Uh, I enjoyed it, but again, not a movie I'm probably going to rewatch anytime soon, if ever. And then on the entertainment scale, i will probably give it like a C. I, th- I thought it was a uh, thought it was decent enough, but just very okay. What about you? Um,
1: entertainment wise, i yeah, I probably go like a C plus. Yeah. Uh, gore probably go with like a a a B, maybe close to B minus, but I think a B would probably be better. Um, characters probably probably go with like a B minus for that one. Um, I mean, my overall score for it would have been like a. Probably like a 6 out of 10. Yeah. So this is the second movie in a row that you've rated uh, higher yeah. than I have. Yeah. But but they're they're
0: minimal. I, I think which, we're, which we're of funny like 0. .5.
1: Yeah, because I was going to say it's kind of funny because I expected you to love this more than I did because I, I felt like you were going to love this more than I did because usually I'm pretty much like I really don't like dumb things. And you know it's hard to make me laugh, um, which I think that goes back to why I said I don't think comedies can be uh, funny. uh to like on the second uh watch so i think it, it for that to to get like okay i kind of find that funny um i think that's the reason why i enjoyed it because as i said not much makes me laugh um so in achieving that i think is the reason why i enjoyed it as much as i did yeah it's fair i think we're gonna break this trend though with creed next week i think
0: i'm probably gonna be a little higher on that than you are because <laughs> yeah probably I'm so i'm a huge fan of the rocky franchise so, I know I'm just a casual, you're I'm just a casual, sick. but mm, terrible, terrible, terrible. But that's going to do it for today's podcast. Join us next week. As I just said, we are reviewing the Creed, uh, film Creed 3, uh, it just, just come out. Uh, Jonathan Majors is in this, so three podcasts. Jonathan Majors is in two films, so good yeah. for him. He's having a huge year, and we'll probably also do a deeper dive into the Rocky franchise. Again, I'm a huge Rocky fan, Jack. You said you're more of a casual, you pretty excited about this, or eh? um.
1: I don't really know, it because I think it's um, Michael B. Jordan's debut uh, directorial film. So we'll see see how he does. Yeah, see know. how he does. And no Sylvester Swan, so that'll be a hot
0: topic going forward. Uh, again, for Jack Myrick, I'm Don Weaver. Thanks for listening to Reels Review, and always remember to keep the popcorn popping and the Reels rolling.